Triple Whale has just launched a simple finance platform called FinHub, and I'm already loving it. One simple dashboard for all the tools and accounts you're already using, so you can gain clarity with your consolidated data, your real-time cash flow, your accrual P&Ls. It's designed to help those brands that are built on Shopify to operate smarter. So go over to triplewhale.com and check it out. to pit stop the tactical e-commerce podcast to give you extra tools to make an extra hundred bucks or to help you stop blowing money. And one area where it can be easy to spend a lot of money and a lot of time and not get anywhere is SEO, search engine optimization, which is why I am so glad to be joined by Steve Toth. He's an SEO consultant. We've been going back and forth for years. He's also the founder of SEO Notebook, where over 6,000 people receive one SEO strategy each week. And you work with a lot of e-commerce brands that we might recognize. We'll leave the names off to the side for now, but jewelry, fashion, lifestyle, apparel, you have worked with quite a few. So Steve, welcome and thank you for swinging by Pit Stop. Thanks so much, Lucas. Excited to be here. And I think we will jump right into it because one of the things that we had been talking about as a tactic that more e-commerce brands can utilize is to find new ways to categorize their products. And I'd love for you to just dive into what that means and then some examples of what that could be. Yeah. So for example, like, you know, everyone's going to have you're going to have your individual uh, page for that SKU, right? Mm-hmm. And um, some people may may search for that specific things, but there's a whole combination of um, the way that your products, you know, um, can be used, right? And um, that that's not always plain and obvious, like when you're just, you know, uploading all your inventory to your to your e-com site. Um, you you have to kind of think about like how do you um, users like actually search for these things? Do they, um, you know, are they looking for like a kit of something? Are they looking to buy products in multiples? Um, the one example that I can give that's really good is like, let's say you were a jewelry retailer and um, you sold, you know, uh, everything from bracelets to rings to earrings, etc. And, um, you know, on your rings page, you would have things like, um, you know, gold band, silver band, um, engagement rings, wedding rings, um, minimalist rings, all types of different stuffs, stuff, sorry. Mm-hmm. And, um, and then, you know, there's, you know, I think the last time I checked this, um, 22,000 people per month are searching for stackable oh, rings, wow. right? So, you know, that's just simply taking like two of your products and selling them, um, you know, I mean, who doesn't want to sell two of each product every time? And, um, you know, creating a page on your uh, jewelry store for stackable rings, um, you know, could bring in all that sort of search intent, all that traffic for that. Whereas if you didn't have that, you would just have your individual sort of um, standard categories Mm -hmm. and then your individual product pages. But it also shows another way that your customers can use your products. They might not know what stackable rings are, but they they see it and they realize that they can buy two rings and have another look. So really they get three styles for the price of two. Absolutely. Yeah. So, I mean, in that case, it's just a perfect example because 
you're doubling the order value and um, and you're also putting it on their radar for next time that, you know, instead of buying um, just one ring, they should buy two. Mm-hmm. And it's another way to send a post uh, purchase automation flow in OmniSend or um, another tool. I like OmniSend. I use them. They're, they sponsor the podcast where it could be want more looks for this, for the, the product that you bought. These rings are also stackable. So now you're getting to that second purchase that much quicker because people have a reason to buy. It's not just a second ring. It's giving a whole nother look. Yeah. Or even like um, to people who have bought certain products in the past, you could, if they've bought rings from you in the past, you could email market to them and say, hey, would you, you know, try this stackable look on for size and shop, you know, rings to go with what you've already bought. Mm -hmm. How did you find, and you just made me think of, uh, of, of something, but with the pandemic and everything going online, how did search change a little bit for that? And I apologize if it's a, a big question, but, uh, and we didn't really talk about it before, but I'm just curious as to how some of that may have, um, have changed. From what I've noticed in all the e-com retailers and also like SaaS products um, that are geared towards online services, it's been a boom um, for sure. Um, it has really, really um, increased quite a lot. Um, can't go into specifics with like particular clients and like their, you know, analytics and all that kind of stuff. But I've definitely noticed that um, uh, people are buying more, more often. And, um, and definitely like, uh, I think, you know, the spending, um, that people used to do, um, you know, on restaurants, on nightlife, on that kind of stuff, unfortunately, you know, that's meant bad things for those types of folks, but, um, it's meant good things for, um, e-commerce because I think a lot of that, um, type of income from those folks are, are being spent online. Yeah. And I mean, if you think of, uh, 10 bucks on Uber each way, a few drinks, it's easy to get to $60, $70 plus for a night out pretty quickly, yep. which if you're staying at home, you you buy that look and rings, jewelry at all really does show up on, on Zoom. People will, will notice if you're wearing a different necklace or it's just something to talk about with your coworkers if you didn't go anywhere over the weekend. Yeah, I think a lot of people are just bored. So. I think so too. <laughs> <laughs> so this, I was just like, what what Amazon package is going to come next or whatever, uh, you know, yeah. like whatever package. I sent someone a message uh, at one point of, I'm at the deleting screenshots from my camera roll stage of pandemic boredom. <laughs> I, uh, I I I've been like domain shopping. That's like whenever my whenever my uh, newsfeed gets boring, I just go over to Namecheap and start looking at domain names to buy. <laughs> That's funny. I bought a I bought a couple that I'll do absolutely nothing with. <laughs> so I love that. Uh, I love that, Steve. What's another way of maybe even if you don't want to start doing different. Uh, products or collections that you might be able to use a blog to find that that same stackable ring and maybe some other examples of outside jewelry what some examples could be i guess in clothing just different layers if you sell an undershirt and a button-up shirt or even accessories you could sell the apple watch charging cable and the iphone charging cable 
Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. So um, definitely there are going to be some search intents that are going to be served well by an e-commerce category page. Mm -hmm. But then um, there's going to be ones that like just are going to be serviced better by blogs. And the main way that you can really tell is just by Googling it yourself and, and noticing the types of results that show up. Right. So if I was a um, apparel retailer and I wanted to sell like, um, like for example, best black sneakers for men. Mm -hmm. um, my, I, I, I'm not going to do as well on a category page because when I Google get best black uh, sneakers for men, the results are all like affiliate blogs and and blogs basically, right? So really, when you can, when you're looking at your products and figuring out the different ways that you can group them together and, and align those with the search intent of different people. Your second step is really to go to Google and, uh, and see, you know, what the results look like. And if those results, um, you know, are blogs, then that's what you should be writing. If those results are category pages, then you should be creating categories for that. Um, you know, like another example I can give, um, like from the auto niche, um, in like a like a used car marketplace, for example, mm -hmm. um, you know, you might have something like best uh, used cars under five thousand. That would be well served by a sort of category. But if you have something like best high mileage used cars, um, that's going to be much better served by a blog. Oh, cool. That makes a, a ton of sense. I love the used car example because I think it's something that even if you don't drive, you you're familiar with and can can recognize that someone shopping for a brand new Mercedes Benz might not be shopping for a used durable Subaru. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Awesome, uh, Steve. Thanks so much for this this tactic if people want more i know we can find you over at seonotebook.com the main domain of uh, of the pandemic and we will see everyone back here tomorrow for another episode thanks so much You can't control the route your boat takes from overseas to bring your products to your 3PL to get picked, packed, and shipped, but you can choose your 3PL and you can choose ShipBob, joining over 5,000 other merchants who have joined their global fulfillment network and over a 99.5% accuracy rate when they fulfill orders. Don't leave your logistics to chance. Head over to ShipBob.com to learn a little bit more. Hawaii Tea Time said aloha, hello, to Mesa and said aloha, hello, to $27,000 in savings. Patch Panel saved $37,000 in automations through Mesa. How much can you save with Mesa? Well, head to GetMesa.com or find Mesa, M-E-S-A, in the Shopify app store to find out. Triple Whale is doing some amazing things nowadays. They're developing just a huge range of tools to help your brand stay informed and scale. And Whale Mail is where you can get all these details. So head over to triplewhale.com and sign up today.